a woman's bravery saves children from death, but later pays that toll with a fatal fall. Is her spirit stuck reliving the event that took her life? Well, pull up a chair and join us around the haunting table. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back everybody to the Haunting Table podcast, where uh, we have to record the beginning for a second time because we screwed up. I screwed up. We all screwed, what, you know what, who's pointing fingers? Not me, not me. But anyway, welcome back everybody to the Haunting Table podcast. I'm your ghost boy, I'm your ghost boy, Jake Woods, accompanied by ghost boy Tyler Creep. Creamy, huh? cre- Creole, Creole seasoning, what? Tyler huh? Creole seasoning, and Anthony Adamson. How we doing, hey. boys? What's up, guys? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Say Creole seasoning. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's Tyler Creole. <laughs> I like what? that one. Actually, I kind of like that one. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Creole. Tyler Creole. <laughs> But yes, uh, so I, I guess that's just an ongoing joke we're going to have to deal with, you guys. Fucking yep. deal with it. But anyway, <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to the Hunting Table Podcast, episode nine. Episode Yay, nine. We're nine. almost in that double digit range, oh, guys. Oh my God. Dang, dude. Almost that's there. That's a big no deal. Way. Almost that, there. That's pretty. Um, I love how every episode we're just like, dang, episode eight. Well, we just surprise. So There's no reason we should. We just surprise ourselves that we keep going. I think is what. I know. What I'm surprised we haven't gotten canceled yet. But we love oh, it. We love gosh. it. I mean, yes, we're doing another remote episode, and yes, it destroys me from the inside out. But we, I, I love telling these stories, and I love doing the podcast. Uh, so if that means we have to do remote episodes because we can't get onto locations, oh well. It is oh what well. It is I guess it is what it is. I love doing it regardless. Yeah. Um, I love you guys. So, yeah, I also love lamb. Love you too. Okay. Oh, so moving quote day. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, uh, yeah. So if you haven't listened to episode eight, which uh, Tyler, where was that episode eight? That that was in uh, the Biltmore. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. It was the Baltimore. <laughs> Stop. This game was in the Baltimore. It was the Biltmore Hotel in Coral Gables, Florida. Yes, and he, uh, they will not Good let Good thing we started that. re-recording that because I forgot that during the first recording. So yeah. They're not going to let me live that down that I called it the Baltimore because I was tired and I can't read. Uh, went yeah, from so. Biltmore to Baltimore to Baltimore, and I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Wait, yeah, is this, so, are they fucking with me or what? <laughs> if you haven't checked out that episode, go ahead and get that a listen to. Um, episode number eight. But yeah, we are on episode number nine now. So thank you, everybody, for joining. And if you haven't already shown us some love, please head over to our uh, social media accounts haunting underscore table that is for twitter and instagram uh you can keep up to date with what we're doing uh look at some cool pictures for the investigation uh some maybe some behind the scenes the scene stuff sometimes and then maybe some uh puppy sunday sometimes if i don't forget to do it which i've continuously <laughs> forgot to do for the past two weeks we, for some reason hey man you forgot one day i forget about every day it's been i've been terrible at posted on uh socials the last like two weeks so i'm gonna fall on that grenade i apologize no we're falling on that back grenade on yeah together. it's been holiday season like we've all been worried yeah. about family stuff like don't worry about it man let's yeah. lock in together let's hold hands together through virtual virtual realm okay 
We got this. All right. Holding, People watch it okay. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> the claw. When you, when you, gra- claw. When you grab it on there, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, like we say in every episode, uh, if you feel like it, head over to our uh, email address, thehauntingtable at gmail.com, and give us some tips and tricks on how to podcast because we're not pros. Or maybe uh, get us into some places. If you got some places you can get us into, that'd be fantastic. Or you could just send us an email telling us uh, that you – uh, ate a Lego one time. I don't care. Whatever. Do what you got to do. And then, of course, I think one of the most important things that we haven't been kind of drilling is if you guys wouldn't mind, if you like this podcast, you like what we do, please head over to the Apple Podcast app and give us a five-star review. Leave a rating. You have to. You got to do both to keep us uh, – to help us shoot up to the top of the charts. You got to do both. You got to leave us a rating and then leave a review. You could, you could literally say whatever. You could also say that you ate a Lego in your review, you know? Do what you got to do, but that'll help us out greatly, and it doesn't cost you anything. So that would be awesome. We appreciate that. Uh, but, yeah, so – and then, of course, thanks again for everybody that bought the uh, demo merch. We, I believe, have some stuff in the works that maybe Tyler will tell you at the end of the episode. We'll see what happens there. But moving oh, forward, yeah. just to get in the episode, we got some hot, juicy disclaimer turds to drop right on your chest consensually. Of course, you're just a freak. You're into that shit, so – um, first and foremost, we are not professionals. We're just three ghost boys. We're just three ghost doing, boys that like to doing ghost boy things. Read about hauntings, investigate ghosts, and make really stupid jokes. Um, we're not. Prof- I'm not professional in audio. Uh, we're not professional podcasters. I mean, Tyler's a professional troll, of course. I'm a professional idiot that can't read or pronounce uh, moxins. <laughs> I call back to another episode. <laughs> Mocassins. <laughs> Mocassins. Yo, yo that was <laughs> so hilarious. I forgot all about that. <laughs> but uh, but Anthony actually is a cop, so good on him for doing something. Um, but yeah, so just keep that in your back of your mind when listening to us. We're not pros. We're not professional ghost hunters. We're not professional ghostbusters, and we're not professional ghost nutters. 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 God damn! I hope I can sync that up because uh, we're recording everything separately instead of doing it all through Discord. So hopefully, I can link up that nutting because I am I am distraught that our nuts are not in sync anymore. I'm I I can't stand that I can't nut and sync with my boys anymore. You know? I know. Yeah, that when is you get, the most impressive. You get part some guys this. together, they just sync up. Yeah. <laughs> They're and not it hurts. Like, it hurts. It hurts like, my heart that we can't nut that- at the same time anymore. Not, I, not unlike I a certain thing that happens to women. They all get <laughs> I synchronized and shit. That's the I'll say it. They nut together. You know, it's boys, they, boys <laughs> that stay together nut together. That's that's what it is. That's true. But uh, that's so Anthony, fuck that no nut November shit. Now uh, Anthony's got the other disclaimer turd. Hi, I'm Anthony. I'm a cop, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> <laughs> to to get permission before going into the places yes, that we talk if about. Li- if you like what we do, and you want to, if do you it. like what you do, or like what we do. Then obviously get permission from the owner of the property, law enforcement, <laughs> because if you get promo- permission, and I'm stumbling over my words, you might as well call me Jake Woods. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, I but, just can't read. I don't stumble on my words, all right? <laughs> all right, my bad, my bad. So if you're in a building late at night and you have permission, and then somebody's driving by and it's 2 a.m. and they see a bunch of flashlights in an abandoned building, cops are probably going to get called. So yeah, ask happened. for permission. <laughs> And let the law enforcement agency near you know that you're investigating. Because if yes. you get arrested for trespassing, that's on you, buddy. That's an arrestable offense. That's not Don't on the haunting table. Do, nope. do not say that we said go in that building <laughs> yeah. and investigate nope. for ghosts at night. No, no. And then uh, last but not on least, the, the last disclaimer turd, the, the maybe possibly the juiciest. It depends on uh, you know, who you ask. But Tyler, what's that last disclaimer turd? 
push pinch that the, out for us real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say there, but no, nope, not even. He's got a mouthful of Sprite. He's trying not to spit out. <laughs> <laughs> so the <laughs> last one here uh, is to make sure to uh, be respectful. We always try to make sure that we're respectful to the victims, to their families. Um, we do not denigrate or insult anyone that's involved in these stories that we tell for you the viewers um obviously we make jokes as you can tell we try to have a good time yeah. we're just three ghost bros broing out yep yeah so but, these uh these stories can get pretty uh pretty morbid so we like to keep yeah things there's there's been a few pretty pretty fucked up things we've talked about on yeah yeah honestly yeah. There's but been a couple uh, really fucked up things that uh made us yeah. sick to our stomach to talk about right and it's only gonna get worse there's, there's that's yeah there's gonna be more there's gonna I be know. more so just but yeah yes. like tyler said keep that in the back of your mind we try our best to be respectful uh but we will Absolutely. joke that's what happens but anyway yeah. now with that out of the way tyler where are we today buddy we are in, uh, is it Arvada? Arvada or Arvado? I feel like I'm Arvada. Arvada. Mr. Town Arvada. History. <laughs> yep. Mr. Town History that had to ask us where we were today before. <laughs> He's All the right. guy that does the town history and had to message the group. First up. I was like, hey, where are we at today? <laughs> 30 minutes you know, before podcast. I was like, bud, is... I hope you're joking. <laughs> okay. So first off. I'm looking up things to post on our socials for the upcoming week, trying to find pictures and such. And I type in the location that we're in, and it listed four towns. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Did I do the right one? It's Arvada, right? And so I messaged him, like, where are we at? <laughs> Fucking scared me for a second there. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> There's uh, a lot of research hello? you got to do, and you haven't done any of that yet? <laughs> you I, was a a lot of I was a little worried, oh, if I'm being shit. honest. But he, he knows where we're at. He's got some good research, yes. so hit us with yes. it, bud. All right, so we are in Arvada, California. I literally said California. Colorado. California. California, <laughs> let's go, baby. Wrong state. All right, wrap it up, boys. Episode's <laughs> yep, over. let's go home. <laughs> you guys did the wrong place, not me. We're in Arvada, California. <laughs> um <laughs> I want to give a little history about, uh, like, kind of just the area before we get into the town history, because there's a little bit of important stuff that leads up to uh, this town being made. So the uh, the it was a gold rush, which would have been late 1800s, 19, early 1900s, that kind of stuff. So the first discovery of gold in this area in the Rocky Mountain region, um, it was June of 1850. Specifically, June twenty second of eighteen fifty, and that was Lewis Ralston. He was uh, from Georgia. He was a prospector, and he was headed for the California gold fields. And yes. <laughs> quotes from I don't exactly remember where. I think it was the Historical Society. Was he dipped his <laughs> he <laughs> he dipped his sluice pan into a small stream near its mouth at clear creek that is word for word what i found for that yo i bet that is obviously sexual Did you say sluice pan sluice pan i think yo. that's how it's pronounced oh, yeah dude that sounds so good to me <laughs> dipping that sluice pan into a fucking mouth into the, i'll dip my into the mouth. In your mouth 
Oh my god. Keep it up and we're gonna get a rated R. Yeah. <laughs> we rated. Are rated R. I I mean I put rated R. I put M for mature on every episode. Good. Good. Because oh, this is not man. for children. No. No. Not, I mean not, if you don't know that by now, then that's on you. Unless you're not new, then welcome. Welcome. Oh hey, hi. How's it going? We're mature. We're not. We're we're not. That should no. be uh, the fourth disclaimer. We are not professionals and we are not mature. Right, exactly. We have to go and rewrite everything now. Um <laughs> But so he, uh, so Ralston, he found about a quarter ounce of uh, weed. Be... <laughs> I don't know why that fucking said he found a quarter ounce there and he what? got baked out of his mind. <laughs> is that a lot? I don't, is that a lot? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but it just, for some reason, that's the first thing that came into my head when you said that. An- Anthony, is that yeah, a Anthony, lot? Anthony, is that a lot? You're the I cop. Just, you should know, shouldn't you? I'm just going to back away from this. <laughs> That is six no. grams a lot of weed, Anthony? <laughs> is it- no. Six grams is not a lot of weed. Cool. All right, continue. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but either way, so he found a quarter ounce or six grams of gold, and uh, that would have been worth about five doll hairs at the time, I guess. So that might be a lot. I feel like that's a lot. Five dollars? That's got to be a shitload of What money. year again? This dude's a millionaire. Uh, 1800s? 1800s yeah it's probably got to yeah. be with inflation like close to 20 it's, to 50 bucks probably it, within that range it's a yeah it says then worth I about five dollars so jesus christ i see i wasn't gonna say anything we knew you had it you were gonna just come in and just <laughs> of course say exactly what it. it is this is why <laughs> this on, is why anthony. i miss doing the investigations in person because then anthony doesn't have a fucking computer <laughs> right <laughs> exactly he looks everything <laughs> up hey guys click, hey just like click, i just click, looked click, it up guys click. have you talked about this yet <laughs> <laughs> actually <laughs> Look Can at his face. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Look at his face as we're making Enhancing. fun of him. Enhancing. Enhancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, how much so, is yeah, it, the Anthony? Guy, the guy got a couple a couple bucks. Anthony, how much is it? $166.85. Wow, really? I was Damn. way off. Holy shit. Yep, $5.1850. Nice. Wow. Baby. All right, cool. I wish I had that kind of money. Can I have $5? <laughs> I wish I had money. Anyway, right. continue <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying, can I have five dollars now, <laughs> like present day? Yeah, yeah, I'll take five dollars um, in today's worth. I don't care. I'll take anything. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, the so his companions, as they were called, I like that word. Saw that online. It was a nice little word. Companions sounds kind of sweet. Never mind. Sounds it sounds Never endearing. Mind. Never sounds mind. Endearing. Sounds sweet. I had a completely different word. Sounds I was like they do some way, some no. uh, some stuff to each other while they're out there in the wilderness. Do they? You, know? you think they ghost nut together? Oh, they ghost nut together. They ghost oh, nut yeah. together. Oh, they ghost nut on each other. No, I'm just kidding. All right, continue. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> his, uh, so his companions uh, named the uh, stream uh, Ralston's Creek in his honor. I'm assuming that'd be the stream that they found this thing. So I think they said they yeah, found it. Yeah, they, the they didn't name yeah. like his piss. Like as he's pissing in his honor, they named it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the that's a good stream, round. dude. That's a, yeah. you, got a, you got a pretty strong stream there, bud. <laughs> name that in your honor. <laughs> So whatever. <laughs> I just feel like that's a that's an awkward conversation you'd have at like a urinal in like a really sketchy like public bathroom. He just that one person that sits like way too close to you. Like there's like three extra urinals and he just sits right next to you. That's a there's, nice stream you got there. What's the what name of the stream again? It's uh, Ralston's Creek. Yo, that's a that's a Ralston Creek stream you that's, got there, bud. Damn, nice creek what you, you got, Why bro? are you here? <laughs> that's, a real, that's a real Ralston Creek you got going on there, bro, bud. What? Just, Could you please no. leave me alone so I can, can piss? You go three <laughs> fucking stalls down. All, all, all I'm imagining. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's right moving next forward. 
moving forward, I'm naming every stream that sounds healthy a Ralston Creek. Bro, it's got a Ralston Creek in that so, stall over there, dude. You could hear it for days. Okay. <laughs> Given deal. this was the 1850s, I just imagine him behind a tree, like really far away or some shit, and some dude just pops out. Hey, man, that's a nice stream you got that's going. Ralston Creek, I'm going to call sick it from here on, sick, dude. Ralston dude, Creek. Six, that's a really healthy stream. We're going to call that uh, Ralston's Creek, all right? My that guy's just loud. It's just, they're not even close to him. They just hear like, "What the fuck is that? A hose?" <laughs> you know, like, dude, that's a raw moving on. We have spent way <laughs> too much time in the first two sentences of my Yo, fucking history. That's funny. I don't care. That's funny. <laughs> Holy shit! Piss jokes, um, man. Piss jokes and nutting jokes. That's what we are, Anthony. If you don't so, like that, leave. If yeah, you don't leave. like that, Anthony. There's the door. All right, leave. It's behind you. It's loud and hard he to open. himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, so, continue. Uh, but they named this this creek, this stream, in his honor. Um, oddly enough, I guess they all left the next morning to uh, go to California. Too much piss everywhere. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> but uh, during... <laughs> Jesus Hell yeah! This God. is the this is the energy oh, I like man. right here. That's what I'm talking about. Oh shit, that's <laughs> funny, dude. I can't. We're not sponsored by. <laughs> what, Anthony? Shut up! I'm trying he's to get my off history. His sprite and he's like making yeah. sure they know we're not sponsored. Yeah, because we're not. I have a can. <laughs> and I'm trying to drink. Hey, Sprite, what's up, dude? You, we're here, uh, dude. You gonna sponsor this? <laughs> we in this bitch. <laughs> we. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Uh, during, uh, so in 18, uh, 1858, during the Pikes Peak Gold Rush, uh, he brought another group of prospectors back to the site of his first discovery of, uh, his very nice stream. <laughs> Just kidding. Of the gold. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, I guess, so I don't know what placer gold is, but they described it and said the place, the placer gold in the area was soon played out, which I would. From the sounds of this, it was like the uh, probably like the top layer of gold. Maybe I don't know if that's right. So you can crucify me later yeah, for not your, knowing. Your what, guess uh, is as good as mine. So I don't. Yeah, know. I don't wait, know. wait, 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 wait! I see calculations happening in Anthony's eyes right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can hear I can hear him clicking away on his keyboard. Yeah, Please I got. I'll let you guys know when I find it. All right, continue, oh Tyler. God. Continue. Jesus Christ! I. I mean, Please, it's interesting just, info. It's interesting info, but I actually anyway. found it. If you guys want to know, go, yes, I course. do. Go ahead. All right, there, there, right. What is placer gold? There are two types of gold. There's placer gold, and then there's nodes. So I'm guessing placer gold. Um, sorry, I'm. I just gotta find it real quick. I had it. Uh, place the nodes are like the huge like ore like res, like spots, and then the placer gold is just like the flakes that you can find in streams and stuff like that. So. I love that you said I found it, but then you still were like, I'm guessing this is it. <laughs> we're reading an entire article here, guys. <laughs> All right. So, Place of Gold is the flakes you find in streams. Yep. Okay. So, apparently. It's the dandruff, the... Of, dr dandruff of gold. Right. You're welcome. It's the, pre it's the pre Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. So, the Place of Gold uh, in the area had uh, soon played out, um, but the hard rock deposits or nodes, did you say? My fellow compadre. Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the uh, the nodes of gold were found in the mountains to the west. Um, some of the miners, I guess, abandoned their search, and they returned to farm the uh, land along 
the 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 Ralston Creek and the Clear Creek. I guess there's two creeks here. That's where they came together. I don't know. Either way. But they uh, decided to farm the land. Um, they were eager to um, plant, like, crops um, for, like, the other gold seekers, I guess. The... Uh, <clears throat> um, I guess apparently right, the, bud? <laughs> yeah, right, I'm bud? having, I'm legit, like, I'm stroking out here. This is like Anthony from a few episodes ago. I just completely lost what I was going to say. Um, anyway, the, the territory of Colorado, just in general, was formed shortly after. It was in 1861. The farms of the valley expanded to feed the big, expanding, growing population of this region. So... In 1870, that was when the Colorado Central Railroad, Railway, Railway, I can't talk right now. They Sorry, laid dude. their tracks <laughs> through the area <laughs> on its route from uh, from Golden, which was another town in the area, to link up with the Kansas Pacific Railroad and the Denver Railroad at Jersey Junction, which was three miles north of Denver. I would if you um, if you go to Colorado, I highly suggest checking out Golden. It is a beautiful city in Colorado. It? It's, yeah. yeah, you could actually uh, you can rent if you want to stay in Denver. You can rent a moped in Denver. There, it's like seventy bucks I for the entire day, and you can ride that moped all the way to Golden, Colorado. It's super cool. That's awesome. As uh, I will add it to my list of places to go. I Do guess. it. I I would say that's yeah. one thing everybody should do once in their life. It's so cool. The the scenery on a nice. moped. Is super fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, fuck, I need to stop saying um. Oh well, <laughs> it's all good. It's all right. we we're good. we're not professionals. We all do we're it. We're not professionals. We're not professionals. That's right. So, on December first of eighteen seventy, uh, it was Benjamin F. Wadsworth and Louis A. Reno. They of course it's a fucking Wadsworth, of course, fucking Wadsworth. Do you have a story to tell about someone named Wadsworth that we don't know no, about? No, it's just that, like... that sounds like a prospector. It sounds like, what is it? What does Wadsworth do again? Oh, he's a prospector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes towns. Wadsworth, that's a prospector, for sure. <laughs> Wadsworth. He's got, a, he's got a Wadsworth of gold in his hand. Oh, you I know what? Had... Maybe that's where it came from. Oh, maybe. Could be. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> I'm going to say not. no. That sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> they say that you get your last name like from the back of the day. They got their last names based on what their fathers or what they did for a living. So maybe he just got wads worth of gold. <laughs> move on. So, I'm try, I'm so, <laughs> so, anyway. So, so Woods, huh? Yeah, yeah, What'd yeah. your dad do? Uh, and, so first that, of all, I'm na- my, uh, my dad's side of the family is Native American. So there you cool. go. They found us in the woods, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to know where Mike comes from. Um, yeah. What is that, uh, where, where, where does Cre- where's, where's a Creole come from? Creole. Hmm, wonder. <laughs> Tyler Creole, dude. <laughs> Heard they found your name on a seasoning pack. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, uh, the <laughs> God damn it. So, Wadsworth and Reno, uh, they plated Ralston uh, Point. The town site, it was along the railroad, I guess, to avoid confusion with other communities in or uh, not in, but along the creek. It Ralston Point was soon changed to Arvada, 
and that was in honor of uh it's uh Hiram H-I-R-A-M. I'm gonna say Hiram. Arvada yeah, Haskin. Sounds good. Which was uh yep, which was a brother in law of settler Mary Wadsworth, I guess. And they named it after his middle name. So that's where he got Arvada from. I love I okay. I, don't, I always love like how towns got their names. A little yeah. interesting. Usually little something thing, like right? really weird. Like I, I, yeah, like uh, what like was the, Gary, uh, Indiana, or or what were we Fuck talking you, about? The Gary, one that, uh, Sterling. What was it that it was before? It was like White Cloud um, or some shit. No, that was Prophetstown. No. Prophetstown was White. That's Prophetstown right, was uh, White Cloud, and then Sterling was uh, Harrisburg because it was one of the in Chatham. Um, yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. Harris Harrisburg and uh, Chatham. That was what uh, Sterling's was. Yeah, yeah good thing it was, it's not uh, Chatham anymore. Thank God, Trent <laughs> Sterling. Yeah, Sterling's so much that's better. better. At least it's not Gary, Indiana. Stupid ass Gary. <laughs> Fuck you, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Gary, Indiana. For bro. people that haven't listened to all of our episodes, we shit on Gary, Indiana all the time. Because it's, it's you, you can't no shit for, on something that is shit. Yeah, you can't shit on something that is shit. I mean, <laughs> can we? So, uh, like I said before, sorry to everybody for making the joke about Gary, Indiana. Uh, just kidding. Gary, Indiana, We're Indiana not. sucks. Right. Fuck you, Gary. I'm sorry that you Indiana. live there. <laughs> so, um, the so her husband, uh, that was uh, Ben Wadsworth. He became the first postmaster of Arvada. I guess shortly after this, which would have been uh, six years after, was when the state of Colorado was actually granted its statehood. That was August first. Okay. And then the town of Arvada was a was formerly incorporated on August 14th of 1904. So, yeah, that's neat. Nice. little uh, interesting fun fact here. Uh, I guess it's a uh, agricultural community, and it has claimed the title of <laughs> Celery Capital of the World. <laughs> Fucking things to strive for. Am I, am I right, boys? Hey. Yo. This wasn't hey, even, I, like, of the U.S. This was of the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Go big or go home. For. It's like, if you're going to get into the celery great. business, you better get into the celery business. If you, you don't know. know Arvada and you're in the celery business, are you even in the celery business? No, like, you're not. Come on. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> celery no. is a hobby for you. Fucking bitches. <laughs> get on their level. Yeah, anyway. So... <laughs> It's, uh, I think we've said the, anyway too many times. All right, let's stop saying anyway. I've said anyway way too many matter. times today. Yo, I've said um 193 times. If people are at home <laughs> playing a drinking game to how many times that Tyler says um Ooh. throughout his town history, they are going to be They're dead. dead. That's, That's a good idea. Dead. Hey, for you at home watching this YouTube video and listening to the podcast, drink a <laughs> shot of vodka every time. To, I'm just kidding. Please don't because you'll die. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't do it. Even, even as many times as I say anyway, don't do it. Maybe take don't. a swig of beer. Or moving on. We say moving on a bit too. Yeah, so anyway, that comes up on. a fair bit. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so someone's out there. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> three really on, moving quick. On, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so the uh, the town of Arvada it uh, grew rapidly in the later half of the 20th century. It was a, I guess it's a suburb of uh, Denver. Apparently, is where this actually is. Don't know how I didn't. Yeah. put two and two together but so a suburb of denver it became 
don't know why this this made me laugh and it shouldn't have. It became a statutory city on October thirty first. Statutory, you're such an idiot. <laughs> God damn it. God. <laughs> Anyway, so moving on. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm having a good time with this episode. This has been a good episode. I don't give a shit. This I'm having fun. fun. This is fun as shit, man. Oh, gosh. So it became that on October 31st of 1951. And a home run or a home, I said home run, home rule, um, municipality on july 23rd of 1963 uh by the end of uh like i think it said by like 2000 it had a population of a hundred thousand people so this place ain't tiny that's a lot that's not small no yeah this place is not tiny at all no it is so yeah it's largely a commuter town to denver and boulder uh the primary retail uh, spots along Wadsworth Boulevard. Ha <laughs> <A> little. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> person who founded it. <laughs> you get it? They had a street named after him, too. <laughs> anyway. Jesus uh, uh, and then there is also uh, Ralston Road and Kipling Street. I don't know who Kipling is, but I'm sure he's important as well. Or she. They yeah, are probably she, important, or she, too. Or she. Or yeah. she. Yeah. Good cover. So there's... Uh, uh, that would be the retail stuff. There is a few attractions that include the Arvada Center for the Arts and Humanities and the Cussler Museum, which is a rare uh, automobile collection in the town. So that's kind of neat. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. about it, actually. That wraps it up? Yeah, pretty much. We're, okay. we're just going to end there on a really awkward, weird note. So there you go. We're Alrighty. in Arvada. Hooray. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> No problem, man. We got through it. There, buddy. We got fucking through that. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, now my turn to struggle through reading shit. Uh, so now that we know where we are, uh, what are we virtually in? Because we're not actually there, and I can't say we're in there, unfortunately. And uh, The files sad. are in the computer. The files are in the computer. Well, where we are, um, <laughs> I'm reading off of two websites that I've – have the most information that I could find, uh, RockyMountainParanormal.com and then uh, the yakinyeti.com. So, their actual oh, website. My uh, interview is actually from the, the, one of the paranormal people, members of that yeah. group. Cool, cool. Um, so, awesome. Then they'll still probably link up. Uh, Alright, so let's just jump into it. We are in the Yak and Yeti Brew Pub in Arvada, Colorado. So nice. about the house, a little bit of history, the background of the house. In 1864, uh, Eli or Ellie, uh, most likely Eli, uh, back then, built a house. Um, I mean, in the 1800s, everybody was still hella sexist, so it was probably a dude. Um, MK, it, it, it was a dude. So anyway, in 1864, uh, Eli Allen built a one-story frame house, 24 foot by 27 foot. So, I mean, that is tiny. <laughs> 24 say 20, foot by 27. You say 24? 24 foot by 27 house. It is a one-story frame house Tiny. with a board floor and a cellar under the house, which I'm assuming is probably as big, if not maybe half the size. Uh, the cellar uh, appears to still exist under the east side of the present house today, known as the Yak and Yeti Brew Pub, a basement 24 by 27. So, yeah, the same size. 
Eli Allen was the second postmaster of Arvada, having taken over from uh, from Benjamin Wadsworth in 1882. Look at that. Nice. The oh, my gosh. They're connected. It's like they're oh my in God. the same town or something. Who'd have thunk? That's crazy. Um, he, he operated the post office from his home uh, until 1889 when the structure was described as a lovely home, in quotes, at the location <laughs> of present-day Ralston Road and Yarrow Street, Y-A-R-R-O-W Street. The Allen family also maintained racehorses in a large stable on the property and were instrumental in the development of the Highline Canal, giving them water uh, to irrigate crops properly. And as we know from Tyler's terrific research, uh, that was probably celery. So, <laughs> good <Yeah>. for them. <laughs> Goddamn celery capital <laughs> of the world here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, to irrigate uh, water their crops as early as 1863, uh, the year of 1863. So Eli's son, C. Irwin Allen, C, the letter C, because everything's abbreviated, took over the property in 1891 and in preparation for his upcoming marriage, upgraded the existing house or perhaps built an entirely new two-story brick structure on the site. Uh, Irwin passed away unexpectedly at the age of 28. That's young as shit. So he builds this house, uh, or at least the in addition to this building, and then dies at 28. That's, that's my age. That's me being dead right now. That's crazy. Forever, forever 28 club. Yeah, forever twenty eight. I mean, that's a good year to die. What? Anyway, what? Uh, <laughs> what? No, it's never a good year to die. What? <laughs> it's never a good year to die, dude. The only year uh, that's probably good to die is when you're like a hundred and fifty, and you're just like you're you're the you're the fucking uh, little uh, character from SpongeBob that's just like the little shriveled up chick chocolate. in the wheelchair. I remember chocolate. <laughs> when your when your mind goes from. I don't want to die to please God, just please let me die. Me. That's, that's the time. That's the time that <laughs> not twenty eight. It's like that fine line. Just, you know, I, boop, please take what, me. I meant it just because for me personally, I want to die. No, it's it's an even number. I don't know why. If I, if I die, I want it to be on an even number. So I don't know why. 30 it's just a weird 32 thing. 32 and any it's other number besides 28. <laughs> Anyway, leaving the unfurnished house and property to its to his new bride, Jenny, uh, spelled J-E-N-N-I-E, uh, photographs of the house from period show, the distinctive fish scale, shingles, windows, roof pitch, and carved barge boards still visible today. Um, in 1894, the independently wealthy uh, Elias W. Van Huris, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, oh, 100%. Came, yeah, it's Vor, It's either Vorhuis or Van Voorhees. Um, it's V-A-N-V-O-O-R-H-I-S. So, Vorhuis? Uh, sure, go with it. Anthony, what do you got, buddy? Anything? Uh, uh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he came to uh, Elias came to Colorado for wealth reasons, even though he was already independently wealthy. But, I mean, good on him. While on a buggy ride along Ralston Road, he and his young bride, Cora, spotted the house and later bought it from the uh, widow, Allen. Uh, the last name, <laughs> Allen. Not like the dude's, like her name was <laughs> Allen. <laughs> they, uh, like our buddy, Allen. Like our buddy, Allen. Go take, a, hey. go take a potty break, Allen, just uh, in case you haven't heard. Hit that, hit that pause episodes. button, boss. Yeah. 
in case you haven't heard the other episodes. We like to make fun of a, one of our friends named Alan. Yep. But anyway, they bought the house from uh, the widow, and uh, they completed the construction and hired a Denver architect to design uh, design an addition to the west side of the house, which was completed in 1895. The two sides were joined at the tower, which is in the middle. You can look at pictures. Anthony will be throwing up pictures of, as we're talking here. Or uh, actually, actually, Tyler's gonna Tyler. Tyler's gonna be the one editing this one. Look at that! Look at it's this guy. It's gonna be great. Watch it be <laughs> but, uh, so much better than Anthony's. Oh yeah, I'm dude, just kidding. For sure. I'm kidding. For sure. I'm kidding. You it's do gonna great, be so man. much better. We all know. We all know. Anthony, it sh- ain't gonna sh- be you better. Suck. You suck, at Anthony. <laughs> it's no. all right. I can't be good at everything. <laughs> no, it's good. Of course, it's good. Um, for some reason, your guys is what is going on here? Your cameras have stopped moving. Why see is that. that? Oh, uh, not for me. Okay. And here it is going live. There we go. Oh, we're back. We back in Anthony's this. I think we're still back in frozen. This. What is happening here? Anyway, so uh, everybody looking at a frozen picture of Anthony. That's it's cool. fine. At least that was stupid look on his face. Oh wait, he does. Right. Not. I don't know what. Just kidding. I don't know why it's doing that right now. <laughs> I really wish you could see what he's actually doing. <laughs> hey, can you put that sprite down? <laughs> we're not sponsored yet. <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna freeze it again, and I'm gonna. I don't know, guys. This is this is what happens when you do uh, when you do live shows of any sort. Yeah. We're, we're live. Right. We're doing it live, and now this is gonna be ugly on the screen. You know what? You know, what, guys, I don't care. Anyway, Just leave it frozen. I don't give a shit. Watch right. my face. At least it's a good picture, I mean, man. Like... You're sitting there. You're smiling. So <laughs> good for you. Yeah, I, I don't know say. why yours is frozen, but his isn't. That makes no sense to me. Whatever. Uh, so anyway, it's they fine. they finished the 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 renovations in 1895, and they connected the the additions by the tower in the middle of the building. Cora and Elias had twin daughters, but only Elizabeth, called Betty, survived. And then Anthony just left and then came back. Uh, hello? You there? Did it help? Did it unfreeze my picture? Yeah, yeah. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now you're just making this shot noises. <laughs> this is a shot in the dark. Yeah, oh, and man. your camera's really dark now. But, uh... Moving on. <laughs> just keep, just keep going, bro. I'm really trying. I'm really trying, you guys. Anyway, so they had a tw- they had twin daughters, uh, but only Elizabeth, who they called Betty, survived uh, birth. Betty married Milton Nick Nicholson. They call him Nick. Uh, part of a well-known family of masons and builders who were involved in the construction of several of Arvada's churches. Cora Van Huris, 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 sister. <laughs> Uh, mother and Uncle Ned lived with the family in this house. And Uncle Ned used to take refuge from all the women reading in what is known as the tower room, uh, which he called the sanctuary. So I guess there's a ton of women and then this guy. Sanctuary. So, ton of women I in the house it. except him. Bro, uh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Ned, Cora's mother, his sister, and husband, Elias, eventually passed away, leaving Cora living in this big house with Betty and Nick, and their uh, daughter and son. Mm, in uh, 1929, a fire was started by baby mice fucking around with some matches. That's not even a joke. This was by the Arv- <laughs> Ar- Arvada Fire Marshal says that these baby mice were fucking around with some matches. <laughs> Damn those the- fucking baby mice. <laughs> no joke. They- no. I just imagine like Tom and Jerry, like the mouse is just like trying to l- light up, you know, something, <laughs> and all of a sudden... Oh no! <laughs> they're just—they just found some matches and they're just sitting there playing Holy with them, starting them on fire and putting them out. You know, 
just kids, just baby mice being mice, you know? Mice being Fuck mice. Fuck mice. Playing around <laughs> with matches, uh, and they caused an ex- extensive damage to the ice east side of the building, including the destruction Jesus. of the balconies. Uh, Cora saved the sleeping children, uh, children by wrapping them in wet sheets and carrying them downstairs through the smoke. Good job, Damn. Cora. That is heroic. You We're are a beast. a beast. Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. It is so funny that everyone's camera's working except Anthony's. He's just... You're, you might have to Chill. go and, like, uh, take out the... Nope, I'm just going to be a frozen face from here on out. <laughs> they can look at that you... same stupid-looking smirk the entire... Oh, it's fixed. I oh, fixed there it. I am. Hey, hey. I fixed it. What's I don't that? know why really I'm so dark now. No, because, yeah, you... Uh, I don't know. But you're there. Good enough. <laughs> Yay. Um, welcome. This is what we do, guys. And I, I know a lot of people will be like, why don't you edit this stuff out? Because I don't want to. Nope. Not because I'm lazy, because I think it's kind of this is kind of like who we are, just showing you what happens behind the scenes. Uh, I like live shows. We're, we're it just, just three seems more real. We're just three real dudes, just really fucking up. <laughs> three ghost boys, just ghosting it up. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, right. but anyway, so she saved them from a fire by wrapping them in wet blankets and carrying them through the smoke like a boss. Um, like Nick a and Betty. Boss. Uh, Nick and Betty used to celebrate their birthdays together each year. Nick's was September 1st and Betty's was September 2nd uh, with an all-night party, beginning with stuffed pork chop dinner in the upstairs dining room, then off for dancing until midnight at the Trecadero Ballroom in the Elich Gardens, which is a beautiful place if you've uh, never been there, and back to the house for date cake, whatever the fuck date cake is. Uh, I want me some date cake. What is, is it just dates, just the fruit? I'm assuming, or dates are dates are what are da- dates are not fruit, are they? Date, that's a dates. That's dates a nut, are things right? that I don't go on. That's, I don't know. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That was a slow burn there. I didn't even hear you at first. <laughs> uh, but bridge parties were also common in this room, uh, and Betty's orange embroidery is still visible on the wall. Mm. But, so, uh, by the way, uh, date cake is a uh, one and a half cups of water, raisins. Uh, there's dates, baking soda, butter, white sugar, eggs, vanilla extract. I'm done talking, by nice. the way. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> so, uh, Anthony, it's, it's, I think your your camera's yeah. a little uh, wobbly here because you have the exposure too high. Turn the exposure down and then turn the gain up in the uh, settings for that. But anyway, okay. Um, so later on, 1940, unfortunately, Cora dies from injuries suffered by falling down the stairs. I mean, that is. That is some that's shit, a, right? You save some kids from terrible. burning to death in a fire, and then you fall down some stairs. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's no good. No bueno. R.I.P. No Cora. Bueno. R.I.P. Cora. Uh, Nick and Betty's daughters, or daughter, Katie, reported visits from Cora's ghost after the funeral, and stories tell that Uncle Ned is also still roaming the halls. But both are said to be friendly ghosts, so... Nothing that's, malicious. That's good, at least. Yeah. Uh, after the death of her mother, Betty divorced Nick. Uh, I guess her mother was the glue that kept the relationship together. <laughs> what the fuck? It's kind of strange. Apparently. I'm just going to say coincidence. Uh, after the death of her mother, Betty divorced Nick, cut down the trees, and modernized the house. So I'm, ag- I'm, I'm assuming she kicked Nick out. Uh, she subdivided the 33-acre homestead and sold the lots, uh, then turned the big house into apartments. She expanded how the quarters. Like sorry, that? how would you like to lose your house, this amazing mansion, right. to a, probably a bad, pretty bad divorce, I'm guessing, 
Uh, you lose the yeah. house. To get, to back then, then in the just, early early 1900s, mid 1900s, to divorce that wasn't a good thing. That was no. That was yeah. so it was probably bad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she just takes that huge beautiful mansion and turns it into apartments. Right. And pretty much gives you the big fuck you finger Yikes. and says deuces, I'm out, <laughs> and then just moves out. You don't get the house, but I'm not living here either. So. Yeah. But uh, so yes, yeah, she uh, she divided the 33 acre homestead and sold the lots. Uh, then turned the big house into apartments. She expanded the quarters by dragging the old chicken coop across the yard and attaching it to the rear of the house, where it today houses the chickens and restrooms. Uh, Katie lived in the apartments in the old barn when she graduated from college. Over the years, the house became run down and increasingly in need of major repairs. But since the uh, money wasn't available, it wasn't. It was eventually gutted and made ready for demolition. However, in 1997, a group of investors slash contractors bought the property and spent three years of their own labor restoring it and converting it into a restaurant slash group of. They kept the original room layout as much as possible. Katie's old bedroom is now uh, is now boardroom, uh, and her, mother, her brother's room is known as the owner's room today. Uh, the original 1895 okay. hardwood floors are preserved in many areas, uh, and it, what is now known, what is now the office room, was once Cora's washroom and summer kitchen, uh, where she put up her famous canned peaches. But yeah, so that canned is the peaches. the story of the Yakiniti Brew Club. Uh, That's cool. They kept the floors. Yeah, it, nice. it's. I, I like, mean, if you look at the pictures, it looks they they kept the era to it. If you look at the pictures of it. Uh, which we'll be posting now. It, it looks cool. It, it looks like old-fashioned, the old-fashioned colors. Um, the balconies are kind of still there for the most part. So it, it's a cool building. It's a really cool building. Yeah. Um, but now but, I'm going to I'm jump into a little bit of the paranormal stuff here. Uh, I've got a little bit here I can cover, and then Anthony's got some stuff from his interview. So... It has been reported by employees and guests that they have seen a woman falling down the stairs, which obviously is Cora. They uh, they say they can see her falling. There's been some reports of her falling. Uh, the employees uh, claim that they will hear people and see shadows around the building after hours uh, when there's nobody else in the building. When Nick was a young boy, he said that his grandmother would come into his room, sit at the end of the bed, and talk to him at night. Now, uh, Anthony, let me know if any of these are stories. Yeah, that... you're taking a lot of the stories. Yeah, from my okay. Interview. So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume a lot of these uh, stories from here are because it's from your boys that you interviewed. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to take over. Yeah, that I mean, unless you have any other like actual like stories for the house besides paranormal stuff, because a lot of my interview just covered the paranormal. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna randomly open something here. Let's see history. Let's do because there's quite a, there's there's a, a couple a couple websites here that I looked into, and uh, I don't know if they're gonna have good history in them, but I mean I guess we'll find out. It's worth a shot. It is worth you a never shot. Never know. It's a lot nicer to like actually go to places because then you can. You know, you can sit down and speak with the historical right. society members. You can look at the newspapers, go into the microfilm at the library, look through some of like the, the very, very old stuff that they have. And when we're kind of stuck at home like this, we all we have is really websites or calling people. And we got a lot of 
information from calling people and that directed us to websites and stuff like that. So, uh, so I got hauntedcolorado.net, uh, and I'm just going to read this here. It looks pretty interesting. Maybe it won't be, but it was updated on the uh, 10th of August in 2008. Uh, so this is, for those who do not know, the Cheshire Cat Brew Pub in Arvada is gone, and in its place the Yakinetti moved in to give local diners a new and different treat, I guess. I wish I had a brew pub by me. That'd be cool yeah. to go to. Um, but list here cool. says the outside looks the same uh, as, for the most part, the interior. And some and someone, of course, is still brewing beer. But now there are guests at all hours of the day. One employee was very sincere relating her experience in the back room at night. She heard doors banging and pans hitting the floor. Uh, she thought it was the work of ghosts, of course. Uh and then readers will remember the visit to the Yak and Yeti. So actually, you know what? F- fuck this. I'm not going to read this shit. Anthony, go ahead and jump into your stuff. This is it, okay. this was all like uh, single instance reports, so I'm not going to read those. I got you. Just, uh, just take okay. your time with yours because we're only at 48 minutes right now. So Okay. Take your time so, with yours. Um, this is a little bit longer um, uh, interview anyways. So uh... – yeah, um, I'm just going to – I'll start at the beginning, let him introduce himself. He was a super awesome interview. He uh, – it was part of the uh, the Rocky Mountain Paranormal, I think, Society is the proper name for it. And that was the website that you were looking at, which was kind of cool that we both found that. So Right. Um, <laughs> um, and just so he knows, if he listens to this episode, uh, he had his information laid out pretty well. So good on them. And the pictures they, he, they posted are pretty cool. They have been around for twenty, I believe, twenty-two years as an investigation so group. As as an investigation group, I wish and to be. They, I uh, hope we're like that. <laughs> I hope yeah, we do that. they they are squared away. Like they yeah. are legit. So, um, we even gave us some tips that you know about what we can do and stuff. But we won't delve too much into that for you guys. But they they reached out to us and kind of gave us some tips and kind of you know put their their arm around our shoulder and was like, hey, here's some things, here's some do's and don'ts, and here's you know, ba- way to make your uh, investigations a little bit more efficient. So thank cool. you hey, so much for yeah. all of that. Of we appreciate thank it, guys. All right. And we're going to jump right in QQQ right into it. All right. Uh, because the Illinois party. Sorry, that's just some legal stuff. Q? Uh, Brian Bonner. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and what part, uh, what paranormal group are you part of? Rocky Mountain Paranormal. Awesome. So there we go. He, Ryan Bonner. Um, I feel like you could have just said that. <laughs> you literally. I know. Like three I, you told me to drag it out. You, you told me to drag it out, dude. So I'm dragging it I out. Mean, you so. could have said right, but, that in right, the I'm exact have him, same <laughs> so amount funny. of time. He's like, I'm going to have uh, him some, introduce himself. All right. Press the button. Hi. Yeah. I just wanted Ryan Bonner. Sometimes, Thanks. sometimes it's really hard to like pronounce their names the way they do. And you just didn't want to actually say Brian Boner. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to fuck his name up. I knew, I knew it was Brian. You I didn't was, want to say Brian Boner. Just say it as it is, man. Yeah, all right. I didn't. I wanted to <laughs> give some respect on his name. So, um, All right, so the first one is going to be the hi- uh, history of the building, which I'm skipping because Jay covered most of that. So the In second one, awesome sorry, the segment. second cue, is going to be about their investigation and Sweet. what they did and when they went into the uh, the Yak and Yeti. So, cue, cue, cue. And we went in on July the 4th for the first time, uh, 2008. And we figured we were just going in to kind of appease the guy, you know, make him feel comfortable going into his house. It's like, you know, we don't know anything about this building. 
but you know, we're willing to try. Mm -hmm. So we got in there and it, it was kind of interesting because how can I say this? We generally kind of use the same equipment that you see any other ghost hunting group or whoever used. Uh, but we're very particular and we make sure that we're trained in how to use the equipment. Mm -hmm. And as whatever it was designed to be used for, not necessarily as ghost hunting. Mm -hmm. so, so I'm going to pause it there. Uh, what he means is like EMF detectors have a, uh, a purpose a for what use. they're used yeah. for. <laughs> not just for paranormal investigations. Right. That's not why they were created. As as, so he, as an evident of that, Anthony, what are you recording these investig these uh, interviews on? I am recording this on a recorder, which is not an EVP. Well, yeah, we say it's an EV. That's an EVP. I'm, I'm literally recorder. showing. Yeah, I'm I'm proving your point. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's I'm going into it. I'm explaining it to the audience. <laughs> we call them EVP recorders, but really, it's just a digital recorder yeah. that I used to have for when I was in college, so I could listen to lectures. The reason so. that they're so popular uh, for for catching ghosts is they have a high gain value, so they they catch a lot of high like noises that you wouldn't necessarily hear like i could leave this microphone on in the room and it's not going to pick up what a handheld recorder can because the high gain value of those microphones which is why they're used to pick up ghosts yes and uh it's very nice that we have jay who's an audio kind of not expert but he's uh he's Thanks. proficient <laughs> in the field you're you, not, well, we're not, not really, professional I know, you're not, not professional that, you're just, not that good you're just okay you it. it's like we, yeah. we got jay who's not an expert <laughs> So, you and your I audio. Mean, I agree. Mediocrity. I'm not. I'm not. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, and uh, we all have our own like little things that we bring to the team, and it yeah, really helps. Exactly. So Tyler's good at editing. Tyler's good at video and that kind of stuff. He's good at. Um, Tyler has literally digital. never edited a video ever, and he's goes. Well, with... he helps me with it. <laughs> he, help, he helps me. Gives he's me good, ideas. He's good with, with it. the social. He's good with the socials. He's good with his research. And he's, yep. he's he's uh he's he's good at making phone calls and getting us into places and talking to people. And, so we appreciate and, you. And this is a gigantic hug fest and, right now. But and, all right, and, and Anthony's and, not good and at making, and making no, I'm not. You know, a logo and <laughs> so stuff. Anthony's I'm not. Been, Anthony's been good with stuff, the videos and the but, interviews. He's been really good with the interviews. These are these are professional grade interviews, buddy. Appreciate not, you. Not like so. not like Tyler does like the logo and other things like that. But I was know. gonna I was saying you do like the digital <laughs> creation stuff. So yeah, that's Tyler. That's Tyler Carroll, not Tyler. Creole, Carolini. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shit, wrong All right, guy. Back to, back to Brian. You know, we've got our little base station with all the cameras and audio equipment scattered throughout the place. And one of our investigators uh, decided to go up to Nick's room where there had been reported activity from, you know, little boy in his bedroom. Of course, it was now a part of the dining room. But he went up and sat down in one corner and there were these lighting sconces around. There was one on each corner of the room. And he said when he sat down, he heard what sounded like somebody almost you know, tapping a fingernail on one of the, the glass sconces. Mm. So he'd get up and wander over to it, and it'd stop. And then it'd pick up on another one, so he'd go over to the other part of the room, and it would stop. And after a few times of chasing it around, he's like, we're not getting anything on audio and I'm tired of chasing this around. So he just went over and sat down again. Well, after a while, he decided he was going to come down. So it was about 1230 in the morning. And he decided that he was going to you know, just come down and hang out with the rest of us. We can watch it remotely. So when he did, he left the room. And just after he left the room, 
uh, on the video, you can see that some dust blew by, and then one of the chairs appeared to kind of lift up and readjust itself by itself. So they're talking okay. about a chair and dust lifting up and then excuse me readjusting itself. So they ended up bringing there was a group in the same area that were like a skeptics group that kind of like they didn't com- they worked with paranormal groups to kind of <coughs> bring a different view uh, point of you know a lot of groups come in and they're like oh this is a hundred percent haunted that's not what the uh, Brian's paranormal group is they take the scientific method. They, they're very analytical about everything. So they want outside minds. And he said they were very intelligent people like doctors, lawyers, and that kind of stuff. Big, big brain people, you know? So they yeah. came in to see if they could debunk this chair to figure it out. Um, I'm kind of summarizing here. Um, talked about they thought magnets under the floor, which didn't make any sense. And even one of them brought up that it was a, there was a, a fire escape that went up to the second floor, right? Mm-hmm. They said okay. a little person snuck... <laughs> Up the fire escape, moved the chair, crawled under the chair, moved the chair, and then snuck down the fire escape. Was he like Excuse? hired to do this? Excuse I don't, dude, me? I don't know. So that was that was one of that was one of their one of their opinion things of like what it could be, you know. And uh, he said, I, I feel like it's more plausible to say it was a ghost. It's more reasonable to say it was a ghost than yeah. So we just found the perfect size little person. We gave him three <laughs> bucks. We said, hey, can you slide your little ass down this uh, chimney and then move a chair and then somehow crawl back up it? <laughs> I see Brian. Him, I see him Brian in the himself just like going like this and shit, like just crawling up. Said if you. <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> just, he's got both his legs outside. Just, 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 they're just for people that aren't viewing the YouTube. They're thinking of a little person just wedging himself up a wall, both hands on each side of the wall, just kind of like Tom cruising his way up Yo, the side exactly. of the wall. Like, Bro, what if, like, what if it's what if it's awesome. There's someone on the roof that's got the, a fucking rope, just like the first Mission Impossible. That's like stayed up there, holding him, and like slowly lowering him down into there, and then pulls him back up. That'd like, be great too. What if he but, does, but he's, the not, thing he's like is, not paying attention up there? So like he's like, all right, I'm ready, and he's like yanking up, like pull me up, pull me up, and then he, he's like, all right, what do I do? They're gonna look, and then he finally gets yanked up. He gets hit. He hits the top. Yeah, table. He's under the table. Yanks him through the table. <laughs> moves the chair. You're like okay, so um, that wasn't even supposed to happen. He was supposed to scare him. Like he, he was supposed to jump out. And be like, boo, ha, gotcha, but he ended up hitting the chair and then getting pulled up out of the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's – well, Brian said if you follow the scientific method and the way that that develops, it's more plausible that a, a, a little person sneaking up the fire escape and doing that than having an actual paranormal something moving the chair. That's yeah. what that, that's what he said. Hard but, pass, hard disagree. Yeah, so they ended up going back oh, there a yes. few years later. Okay. And they stepped on the floorboard, and the floorboards in old buildings run – full lengths of the, of the room uh, and the floorboard picked up. up and moved the chair yeah. and moved the dust so they actually debunked their own finding that they had hmm. so oh that's cool Interesting. so yeah it, that's something yeah and that's and he, he that's how he was he was just like we were so you know we couldn't explain it you know i would be stoked if something like that happened and a few years later you know they they realized that they were wrong and yeah. that this was the hmm. true meaning. And that's what their whole purpose of, of the group is, is to find the truth, not find paranormal activity or find non-paranormal activity like the other side, 100% skeptical. They just want to find the truth. Right. Now, the next cue I have 
he their group is really good at finding the reasons like that chair Mm -hmm. uh they actually debunked some other paranormal investigation groups of what they were saying in that building so this qqq is uh is about debunking It's not working. We looked a lot of other things that were going on in there. Um, many ghost hunting teams have been through there before, back when it was the Cheshire Cat. And everybody was claiming there was this this huge, what they were calling a vortex in one corner. And I went over there with an EMF meter and determined that there was an extremely high electromagnetic field in the area for just nothing there. Uh, but being who we are, I pulled one of the wall panels off and discovered the main power bus and the security system mm. was right behind the wall there. So mm. not, yeah. not a big deal there. Yeah. So all these people were getting all these crazy electromagnetic field energies from this area. And uh, all of a sudden, they were like, it's a vortex. And uh, I looked it up, and this is uh, this is from ParanormalDictionary.com. So this obviously isn't like Webster's Dictionary. Yeah. But uh, a v- vortex is a mass of air, water, energy that spins around very fast, creating a vacuum pulls that to pull objects into its empty center and are theorized to be a vehicle to transport spirits from their realms to ours. So that that's what they thought was causing all this paranormal right. activity is one of those vortexes when really it was just like that security de- panel on the other side of the wall that they found. So they yeah, were able sure. to debunk something hmm. that other groups were saying were a major find. And they was just like, no, that's just not real. That's or not real. It's just that's not factual. Yeah. Man, so. This man's like, nah, fuck you guys. You're wrong. He doesn't do it he's like that. He's not about though. sensationalism. He's about uh, yeah, honesty, he, he, integrity. Yeah, and, I can, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, because so. that's what we are. We pride ourselves mm-hmm. on being honest and not being all about sensationalism. Because there's a lot right. of stories, a lot of places we've investigated that we could have just been like, yeah, dude, a ghost put his thumb up my ass. I swear to God. But we didn't. We're honest about yeah. it. It's very awesome. easy, and that's what's that's what's <laughs> difficult in this uh, in this field. Um, it's it's very easy to fake evidence or fake results, right? Right. And it's very easy to be fooled, fooled too. Like not even that you're yeah. faking it. That you know you thought the chair moved, but it didn't. Yeah. Right. During our first investigations, we thought we heard footsteps, and there was one of the thing was you could hear footsteps the walking house, around, yeah. and it ended up it ended up being an air vent flexing. Mm-hmm. And making footstep-like sounds coming from the basement. So yeah, that's episode um, one, Roadhouse. You can listen to it. You can hear us debunk it live. Yeah. Yep. So it's just stuff like that that we really look into, and we we I'm like super into the paranormal, and but even we, I, I don't know why you say, we, but but you're more skeptic than I am. You're Doesn't more. Mean I'm not you're into more. It. No, I know, but you mean I'm more like believable. You're you're more of the Gullible? skeptic. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> that but, sounds like a better word. We, take we i don't know we just take pride in finding evidence to prove it like cuz we yeah. all want it i you know we all want it to be true and we all want to like find really interesting things but right. we, we just can't take we bring that a good balance blind. to each other yes we we have we legit and we can, had episodes that yeah. like there's nothing there i'm just saying yeah we have yeah and what it episode, is what uh, it is which one like, was that the sterling theater so sterling theater and, and then um mb eatery didn't find so. anything really at either of those but i nothing, mean we're nothing. not yeah, like I mean, but like Anthony's saying, we're not 
there to like yeah. be, you know, the sensationalist. We're just there to actually see what's happening yeah. and report and on it. We're not going to be certain TV shows. Yeah. Not going to name names, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something about something about adventures. Uh, something. With, yeah, like, I don't know. <gasps> what was that? <laughs> yeah, look, he scratched me. Hey, Phil, can you scratch me real quick? Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Some but wonky what sucks, stuff. What sucks now is that we can't be in anywhere. <laughs> I know. I yeah, would, I know. Ugh, this sucks, man. It sucks not being it able does. to actually do some investigations and then, you know, show you guys our EVPs and then have videos of our investigation. It sucks. It hurts. But, you know, I, I still like doing these episodes and I still have fun doing it and I hope you guys enjoy it. We're just stuck right now and it sucks, but at least we're doing something. We're we trying to put something up. out for you guys. Yeah, yeah we might. We, we have something in the works. So, yep. um, Q number four uh, is them debunking their own team's claims. QQQ. So, QQQ. Well, actually, there's kind of a funny one that goes with it, too, before I go to that. Uh, same guy that was up there listening to the Walsh guns. Uh, he called downstairs and started yelling at us because he said, you know, can you guys you know, quit watching YouTube or whatever it is that you're doing down there because I'm trying to listen up here. And we were being dead quiet listening to watching how to basic so we kind of waited and waited and <laughs> he says i'm still hearing something every once in a while so i went up and sat down same room and after a few minutes we really we started to hear this voice kind of muffled coming from the distance and then we realized what it was it was saying if you'd like to make a call please hang up and try again <laughs> he hit his cell phone in his pocket with something and it kept redialing. So we were listening to his pocket talking to him. So yeah. That's hilarious. This dude's like, dude, I'm hearing something. I'm hearing one something. Of those situations like, dude, what the fuck, man? Come on. It, oh God, you have to be so You're out of the group. So much egg on your face too. Yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta be face palming the shit out of that at that point. Like, I'm sorry guys. We just wasted forty five minutes listening to my phone. That's and I wonder who he was calling. I don't know. Uh, Obviously, it wasn't some. Maybe it was the undead. Yeah, it was someone that didn't answer. Dick. Yeah, no. Hey, uh, uh, this next year, I'm gonna I'm gonna go potty. So continue. Okay. So Q number five is witness accounts. Uh, it's kind of some of the accounts that Jay almost stole from me and overlapped <laughs> on my on my interview. But uh, let's just uh, let's QQQ right into it, right, Tyler? Let's go. Been a lot of reports in that building. Uh, one of my favorite ones was there was a staff member who was uh, closing down for the night. Most of the people were out of the building, not all of them. And as she was walking by uh, the main entrance inside the building, there's a big plate glass window that looks into a little microbrewery that's in the back. And she swears that behind the glass, she saw herself wandering around in the back of the building. So, you know, kind of a doppelganger thing going on. Huh. Now, could she have seen a reflection of herself? Kind of panicked because she heard all the ghost stories? Possibly. But, you know, once again, these are the things that are interesting because, you know, obviously you've had this experience when somebody says, you know, 10 years ago, I had this happen to me. Tell me what it was. It's like, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't have any way to tell you. There's, there's not enough data. Now, if it happens while I'm there, I'll be able to, you know, be a lot more helpful. But, you know, sometimes we have to tell people, as long as it's not something that's absolutely freaking you out, enjoy it. you got to have an experience that most people don't. Mm -hmm. you know, real or not, it was real to you. So, you know, just kind of 
can enjoy the moment. But since then, you know, we've heard stories of people wandering the building. We've heard multiple stories of seeing Cora bounce down the stairway. And in Nick's room, uh, Did he just you know, say they still bounce? say that they see somebody wandering around yeah. in there. So it's definitely got its spooky stories. Yo, did he just so, say they saw Cora bounce down the stairway? Yeah. That's uh like which which would I don't know if that's I a mean, very respectful way to put it. <laughs> we saw her dead I, body bouncing down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. But maybe <laughs> That's funny. That just that was, for some reason was funny. Yeah, it's though. it's a different it's a it's an interesting way to describe it, but I mean I'd say like it'd be pretty accurate sat watching yeah. somebody fall down the stairs. I, I mean agree. So I, I do kinda um, like how he was talking about he's like uh um Hey, so you had this happen to you like 10 years ago? Yeah, we can't do anything about that. I don't know what you want us to do, pretty much. I, yeah. I feel like I get the same thing with yeah. like uh, uh, when people come in and ask me, ask me to fix their phone. They're like, hey, so this happened like a week ago. Um, what is it? I don't know. If it happens again, then like I'll figure it out. But like I don't know what happened like a week ago. I have no idea. Yeah. That could be a whole lot of things. So I, you should I, just do I, one I of those. That. You should just like just to fuck with them. They're like, oh, what happened? Uh, t- and then you just you put the phone in front of you, and they put your fingers on your temple, and you just go. <laughs> Sorry, man, I can't read anything. I don't know, dude. I don't <laughs> know, I'll, man. Do I'll do it. I'll do it next, <laughs> I'll do it next time. Then he gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll uh, do that when this finally it. like takes off, and we get like sponsored or like some shit by Sprite <laughs> or, or whatever. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but, or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. So. Sprite. Q six. <laughs> <laughs> what did Cora's ghost look like falling down the stairs? So um, I asked the question, hey, how did they know it was Cora that was, quote, unquote, bouncing down the stairs? And uh, this is what he had to say. You know, it was, it was somebody not wearing something time appropriate falling down the stairway. Okay. But that's a, that's a question we've asked a lot, too. Uh, and I'll ask you that. Have you ever heard anybody say that they saw a ghost that was wearing, like, you know, Britney Spears T-shirt? No. Yeah, it's always, you know, they were in something from the 1800s. So there's a theory we have about this, that when you die, there's a really limited wardrobe wardrobe selection. (laughs) And it's all from the 1800s. So he's he's pretty funny. He's got got some humor in him. That's pretty fucking funny. So he, when he was saying like a Britney Spears T-shirt, he's meaning like modern day clothes. Because like, right. whenever somebody sees somebody dead, it's normally in like period 1800s or 1940s or yeah. like old school looking clothes. So it doesn't and, matter um, who they died or when they died. They the only wardrobe they have is from the 1800s. 1800s. <laughs> they show up and it's just cowboy themed costumes like yeah. not even good ones either like really a party city cowboy themed yeah. costumes you and you're just like, like oh those, my uh, god stuck up like where's the nicest coolest clothes dies and then they go to the afterlife and it's just a wardrobe of these like tattered old rags and like, like the good you, like you the want good me to wear stuff. this it's like you're in heaven right now i don't know about that i feel like this is hell <laughs> and then they get sent to hell yeah <laughs> boom gone Un- unironically where they, they can't even wear clothes. They're just so naked. he also he also stated. To be fair, though, there's a lot of like hot spots or major events that were happening during that 1800 time period. Kind of like, um, you know, crazy traumatic events or whatever that would possibly cause paranormal activity. Yeah. Um, it happened in the 1800s, the 1850s, because of things were crazy out in the West. Like if we're being honest, uh, it was a, sometimes a lawless land. And uh, when there's lawless stuff, uh, people 
were massacred or accidents happened and stuff like that. So, so did he say um, that he himself saw this person? No, no, no. He he. These were all eyewitness accounts that he spoke to that are that he interviewed oh, okay. himself. Gotcha. So, um. Cue number seven, going to places and finding nothing. So this is kind of like what his view is when you go like us, when we go to places and you couldn't find anything. Right. So this is his personal opinion on it. People is, you know, just because we went there and nothing happened doesn't mean nothing is happening. It means nothing happened while we were there because, you know, we were there for a very short period of time over the point of somebody who lives at the location, who works at the location. Not haunted, spiritually. And, you know, there's a lot of things to be said about that. That and the perception that people have of how often something is happening. Because, you know, we'll have somebody call up and say, it just doesn't stop. We're always having this and this and this. And I'll say, okay, as long as you're not completely freaked out about it, let's let's do some background here first. And what I'll ask them, I'm like, okay, what I want you to do is keep a diary. And anytime you have something that you think might be related to this, write it down. Say what happened. And, you know, you can even go back and, you know, say this happened on this day or this day. And let's give it a couple of weeks. And, we'll, you know, that way if there's some sort of a pattern to it, we'd be able to, to find it that way too. Because the odds of us coming in for one night in the middle of a 30-year stretch for them being there are pretty slim. Yeah. So the thing that we found out is once you ask people to do, you know, keeping a diary thing is they realize that it's not usually happening as much as they perceive it to be, but because it scares them, it seems like it's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. So he, he had some like really cool, like things that their group does that you don't normally hear. Like, so his group is called upon a lot to, for people that are like dealing with some stuff in the house, like possible paranormal activity and they're freaked out and they don't know what to do so yeah. his group will go there and try to help them or try to alleviate some of the stress around it and that kind of stuff and they get paid to do that uh that i don't know i didn't ask him how do you get into on that, that field? one how do you get in that <laughs> so, field right i mean when you've been around for 22 years in your respected paranormal group people just tend to kind of ask you to help them out so, so how do you get respected uh, <laughs> that's the, that's my question being around for 22 for 22 not, years and not have a podcast like this <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Bottom That's of the rung. Century. God damn it. <laughs> yep. Back to the bottom. But, you know, that it's stuff like that. Like asking somebody to write down in the journal every time that they're, they're having a paranormal, possible paranormal experience. And then seeing is there something related. There may be something happening outside. Like that's time related. That, you know, maybe every Tuesday or whatever it happens and it's actually garbage truck driving yeah. by or something causing vibrations or whatever. On a Tuesday. Like it's way, you know, it's ways that you can find and take factors out of it and really get into the core of, is it paranormal or not? Right. And you, you know, when things are going crazy, people are like, it happens every day because it feels like it's happening every day. Well, when they're writing it down, they're seeing it's not actually happening every day. It's happening less frequently than they expect just because they're freaked out, which makes sense. Right. Yeah. So, he just um they're very analytical and they're very thorough and I, I can be. respect that yeah and i i really respect that in this group so uh q number eight is uh what else did they find in the investigation besides that chair that they debunked and some stuff that yeah. really wasn't anything and this is what he had to say at the the yak and yeti pub Thanks. as far as anything 
you know, quote, unexplainable? Absolutely nothing, but tons of firsthand accounts. You know, it was the people, like I say, the woman telling us that she saw her, her own doppelganger walking through the back of the building, or mm -hmm. many people saying that they would, you know, see people walking around when they were the ones closing down. Uh, and another popular one was they would hear people walking around on the second floor when nobody had actually gone up to the second floor. So, and one other thing that I think is interesting in all the years of doing this, based on the type of a location it is, especially, the ghost stories become very similar. It's like, go to a haunted hotel, there's going to be children running around, and usually one of them has a ball that they're bouncing. Yeah. That's it's, just... You could probably blame that on pop culture for kind of oh, it is. engraving specific ghost stories that that your mind could really play tricks on you. Oh, it absolutely is. And I mean, that's one of the things, especially with our, our you know, private cases, you know, we'll have a family call us in. And that's one of the first things I ask them is, so how much paranormal TV do you watch? So he, he didn't find anything at the, the, yeah, the Yeti, and Yeti. Yeah. Um, but like you said, he's got a ton of eye, eyewitness accounts of yeah. stuff there. So that's why he he's not saying it's 100% not spiritually occupied. He's just like, we didn't find anything. And, you know, and like he said earlier, uh, the amount of time that these people working there or going there or owning the business are there a lot longer than his one-night investigation. Yeah, right. So and um, that, that, he, goes, that goes along with something I always say uh, when it comes to something I truly believe, which, I mean, it's true. Uh, you're right about it being, you know, uh, pop culture to an extent. Because when you're in the dark, your brain doesn't know that. It, it it tries to make sense of what's not there. So you see dark, your brain tries to fill in the blanks. So if you watch, mm -hmm. like you said, watch a lot of yeah. paranormal activity, like paranormal TV, or if you've seen The Shining recently or you watched a lot as a kid and you have a very vivid memory of the movie, when you're in a hotel in a dark alley, or a dark room or a dark hallway, your brain maybe puts images that it thinks makes sense there, and then it'll trick you to make you think you saw something. Yeah. That happens yeah. a lot. It, you're always going to be on edge in the darkness. It's just yeah. an inherent thing for humans Instincts. because right. when we were Neanderthals, like, yeah, I'm we said this joking, before, yeah. But, yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. said it before. I'm joking. I'm joking when I say Neanderthals, but when we were, you yeah. know, a very young species, uh, we feared the dark. It's why fire was so important because right. we could see, and you know, to eat. Yeah, and to eat, <laughs> creatures would be would be stalking right. in, in in the shadows and stuff like that. It's it's understandable why we have an inherent fear of the darkness around yeah. us, and I think that on edge can sometimes play tricks on people. People are afraid um, of the unknown, and the darkness yes. is the unknown. Uh hundred percent agree. So the the final cue that I have are just was just tips that he wanted to give us. You know, it's just something that you know put you know the the generic like movie role of like the older person passing on to his young <laughs> padawan his young you know yeah, mr miyagi right. style karate kid it. like the, and awful. this is uh this is what he had to say okay along us uh number one thing forget about any beliefs you have forget about any preconceived notions use critical thinking use the scientific method as best as possible mm-hmm because uh, obviously you can't use it 100% because of the conditions that we're working in, but at least it's a nice stepping point. Mm -hmm. 
uh, learn how to use the equipment. And, you know, especially, you know, since you've done investigations, non-paranormal, use the same, use the same techniques. Mm -hmm. uh, interview techniques with people are very important. And, you know, that's something else that I think is important that a lot of people don't bring into it is if you go to somebody's house, odds are if they're having a paranormal experience, there's some sort of a religious belief system in place with this people, family, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And just because you believe one thing doesn't mean they do. And I've seen more people hurt by the being inflicted with other people's religions than any you know ghost story could have ever done to them. So being able to go in, and this is another huge study area for me, which I'm, I really enjoy, is religions. Mm -hmm. If you go to somebody's house that's, you know, let's say you go to somebody's house and you say, you know, what religion are you? I want to be able to understand your, your perception of this. And they say that they're, you know, Hindu. And now I've got, you know, for example, a group that have gone through there and they told them they have demons. Demons are a Christian construct. Yeah. So telling them they have demons is, and people hate when I say it, kind of the equivalent of me telling them they have bridge trolls. It's, they, it's not a concept that's, that's relevant to them. Mm -hmm. And being able to help people based on what they believe uh, is really important. I mean, if we go to some... So, uh, obviously they do a little bit more helping than we do. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was a super interesting soundbite towards the end. And uh, it, it may be an unpopular uh, opinion because everyone wants to tag evil spirits with the demon name and stuff yeah. like that just because it's it's kind of like not the cool thing, but like the, the stereotypical it's thing creepy. to do because it's creepy. It's creepy. And, and um, let's be honest, uh, Christianity runs pretty deep in, in the United States. You know, I mean, not yeah. saying everyone is Christian, not but it just runs. Christianity, just religion in general. Most yeah. of them yeah. are fought because of, because of religion. Yeah, yeah. And, and and like he explained earlier, did did you know what um what kind of food that yak yeti is it Indian food right is it I know it's I know Good it's question. Asian food I I believe it's Tyler do you want to look that up I believe it's Indian food but um he was explaining when they first went there and I sorry I I lost the soundbite in the interview it was a very long interview uh we talked for like an hour and fifteen minutes just. Shooting, shooting the shit, shit and kind of yeah hey, just kind of the just, same time nice <laughs> yeah i know you know and like it was really interesting because i i was picking his brain on a lot of stuff yeah but he was explaining like in the i forgot what ethnicity the owner is but in his um country's like beliefs for spirits they're they're casper like ghosts they're right. they're they joke around they may be jokesters but they're pretty harmless and when you come in and be like, there's a demon here, and he comes here and listens to how Americans tell their ghost stories, which he explained is ghosts like murder you or right. they'll hurt you right. and that kind of stuff, it, it it scared him and it put him on edge. And I think that's why he eventually reached out to them in general. So yeah. it's you got to be aware of the people that you're dealing with at these locations if they're asking for help they're, because you right. could hurt. I mean, even if they're not asking worse. for help, if you're going to do a, a ghost investigation, keep the lingo to yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. If they ask you for help, then 
try to help them. If you're just asking them to investigate just because you heard and they're like, okay, yeah, sure. Don't go up to them and be like, yeah, yeah, you guys are haunted and you're going to die. Or just say, yeah, well, just say we found some, uh, just some of the stuff we do. We're like, yeah, we found some cool stuff. And then we kind of like mirror the way they talk about it. If they've seen some things and they talk to us, yeah, I saw a ghost, then we'll refer to it as a ghost. Right. If they mm-hmm. say, I hear voices or I've seen a spirit, then, I'll, then we'll refer to it as voices in a spirit. But we're not going to come up to them and be like, yeah, Satan's in here. Uh, he's sending, you know, demons out to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, Pretty it's going to, and, he even had a story, and I didn't really soundbite this, but because I didn't know if it would be, um, I guess, content, you know, worthy. Sure. But now that we're talking about it, he had a group, or he had a private owner, a house owner that was dealing with some stuff. Contact him and say, "I wish I would have contacted you first. I contacted another group. They did their investigation. They said there were five evil spirits here, or bad, mean spirits, and they were only able to take three. They told me I had to deal with the other two on my own." Like what the Jesus fuck? Christ. What is that? What is that? Yeah. That that almost sounds like they were trying to like a like a an RMR. A cop out. Like it was like an R M R recurring month uh recurring revenue or something like that. Yeah. Like yeah, go ahead and uh we can only take three, so you might want to get it back here so we can get the other two. It's like it's like terrible. oh your cloud storage is over. You need to buy more <laughs> right. cloud storage. You gotta upgrade your uh your paranormal activity uh, your your meter's full. The ultimate to, uh, version where you get five ghosts taken out of your house, not three. That's like so that's stupid. just yeah. like. And can you imagine? Like these people reached out to this group because they were terrified because right. some stuff was happening in their home. Whether I don't know, I didn't get too much into it, but they're scared either way. Right. And they just told them that you got two. You know, we got three, but you got to deal with two on your own. There's still right. some Good here, luck. by the way. That's stupid. Like think. Think of how nerve-wracking that is. Like right. that, I yeah. just and that's where people in this field, where you have the be respectful thing that we talk about, is so freaking important. Yeah, because you in everything you do, honestly. Yeah, but in everything, yeah. yeah. But like, it, we're lucky because we don't really do private houses and stuff like that because of this reason. And right. the most of the places we go to, kind of, um. You know, they're all about the paranormal or they're interested in it. Yeah. They, they're not, like, scared by it yeah. too much. One of the things I uh, say is, you know, if we start going into people's houses and then those and the other people that listen to the podcast say, oh, all we have to do is say that we're haunted and we can be on an episode of a podcast. Sweet. Yeah, let's tell them we're haunted. It's just, yeah. you know, people like sensationalism too. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so, by, yeah, I got by the way, um, the owner is uh, – Originally from a village uh, in eastern Nepal. And okay. he started cool. his culinary career in India. So um, he's yeah. got a lot of Indian and uh, uh, Nepal influence in the food that he makes. Nepalese? There. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. I just wanted to make sure, thank you for looking that up, Tyler, because yeah. I didn't want to be re- disrespectful to, to the restaurant. Because right. from what I heard, it's got great reviews. It looks yeah. like it's super uh, good. These, so. I mean, these pictures look fucking fire. We need to go here. Can, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Bro, so, Tyler, yo. post some pictures up here. Oh of the my food. god, yo, <laughs> yeah, please. This, this shit we're look, all we're all secret foodies. Dude, this shit looks good. Yep. All right, keep going. No one's a secret foodie. Um, we're all just Jake. Foodies. What was the website for that uh, for Rocky Mountain Paranormal? Was it Rocky www.rockymountainparanormal.com? Oh, I just closed out of it, but uh, yeah, I believe so. Let me. 
Uh, yeah, I'm he's going to find you, that real quick. You want to do a it's Rocky, shout out. Rocky Mountain Yeah, Paranormal. I'm giving him a shout out for for helping us Rock, out. So yeah. I just want to make sure. RockyMountainParanormal.com. Okay. Yep. And they're also Rocky Mountain Paranormal Research Society. Yes, that's the full name. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's the full name, and that's on Facebook. Yep, yep. So take a look at their stuff. Um, Brian helped us out a lot, so that's yep. why we're giving him a shout out. But that's going to conclude my interviews. Yeah, and uh, I think that's pretty much going to conclude episode number nine of The Haunting Table. Here in Arvada, Colorado, at the Yaki Nitty Brew Pub. Yeah, buddy. Awesome. Heck awesome. yeah! So thank you everybody for stopping by, and we appreciate your uh, your patronage, even if it's just in the value of listening. We uh, we appreciate it. Before we close out, though, um, did, are we doing any shout outs? Right, we have one person to shout out for. Yeah, yeah. Hey, relax, bud. Get in there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm you, sorry. You know I, thought, I do. Sorry. You know how I do the ending. <laughs> I don't. This ain't news, bud. It's always different. But uh. <laughs> Anyway, now you got me off track. Now I got to remember where I was. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for coming by. I appreciate it. Um, of course, like we said in the beginning of the episode, please, if, if you if you listen to the podcast and you like it, shoot over to the podcast apps, being Spotify or uh, the Purple Icon iTunes podcast app, and give us a five-star review and leave a review. doesn't matter what you say. As long as you say something, uh, it helps move us up the charts so that way we can be seen by more and maybe turn this into a job. If we start getting more people, that'd be out awesome. There. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it would. We, uh, but if you, I agree. We were on uh, for Spotify. We had a few people send us screenshots or pictures of uh, us being like their top podcast of uh, the year. Yeah, and that was I'm awesome. pretty pretty happy that was awesome. about that. One one person sent, and it was like 800 something minutes of listening to our stupid ass voices talk. Right. <laughs> so Thank that's pretty. That's pretty cool. That. Yeah. 800. Also get medical treatment for your. Yeah, ears yeah, yeah. Bleeding, but, uh, you ooh. might need to get checked on now. For 800 STDs. hours of having to listen to us, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine having to listen to myself for that long. <laughs> I have to listen to myself in real life, and I have to block myself out. But uh, if you are, if you do like what we do and you want to help support us, you can do that by, like I said, giving us five-star reviews. Um, you can head over to our uh, social media accounts, being uh, haunting underscore table for t- for Tinder. I keep wanting to say Tinder. For Instagram and Twitter, we do have a Tinder. Catch us on that. Yeah, Bro. we're, just, we're, we're coming up on 500. <laughs> we're coming up on the 500 uh, connections on 500 Tinder. 500 matches. So. Nice. I need, I need Actually, we're getting uh, there. You know what we should do moving forward, just as a, as a funny little gag here? Uh, Anthony, go ahead and pull it up and find a funny story, something that you said to somebody that you matched with on Tinder. Okay. And while right. you're doing that. Yeah, I can do it. Um, so... Uh, Go ahead and uh, do you want to do the shout out for the the donation we got uh, and then read his note or do you want me to because I have it pulled up right now. Uh, you talking to me? Yeah. No, I don't even. No, I don't have okay, it pulled up. So, so if you got uh, it, yeah. So yeah, if you do want to support us, like I was saying, you can go over there and check all that stuff out. You can go to our uh, Gmail account, thehauntingtable at gmail.com. You could send us tips and tricks on how to podcast better and how to investigate better, even places you want us to go to investigate that you can get us into. That'd be awesome. Or if you just, you know, like I said, have tips on what you want us to do better for a podcast. If you have ideas, something we can add to the mix to make it more interesting. Uh, Or if you are extremely generous in a monetary way and you want to help produce the episode, which then helps us be able to go out and do these investigations more often, uh, you can head over to paypal.me forward slash the haunting table. It pops up with my name, Jake Woods, 
So don't be afraid. This is the haunting table. I don't know why it says my name, but it does. <laughs> and actually, we just – I want to give a shout-out to somebody that donated a $50, $50. So thank you so much to Nathan. I'm thank you. I'm going to his last name out just in case, you know, for anonymity. But thank you, Nathan, so much for your $50 donation. We appreciate it. Uh, he left a donation. says, happy holidays and keep up the ghost work. Uh, keep up the good work, Ghost Nutters. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, ghost Nutters. Let's thank go, you, nutters. bro. Well, thank you so much for that donation. We appreciate you, buddy. Um, but, yeah, so moving forward, there is going to be, hopefully soon, uh, Tyler, go ahead and take the helm on this one. Uh, what do we got coming up for merch and for Patreon? We um, So we still have our Patreon going. Uh, that would be at uh, Patreon at uh, should be haunt, haunting underscore table as well, just like our yep. Instagram and everything. So we got that. Um, we are reworking the tiers. Uh, probably probably gonna talk about it tonight, actually, so we can get some merchant stuff in there because yeah. we got some plans for that. We are going to where'd my mouse go? There's my mouse. Nice. Um, I found probably a place that we're gonna run our merch through, which actually be pretty awesome because instead of us just telling you what we have you can choose what you want i guess would be the best way of describing this and then it'll and i think right we have it. some so, uh, masks in the work too right hell yeah mm-hmm. we have everything bro you, yeah. you can put you can put our awesome logo on whatever you want it's gonna be great i'm yeah. so excited put it on a butt plug fidget spinner yeah you. we don't have those but we will get them <laughs> please don't Please don't. I Please don't want to do. see a picture of that in Tinder. <laughs> hey, look what I have. No, I don't. I don't want to see <laughs> that watch shit. Yo if, you send, yo, if you send me a video of a butt plug fidget spinner with our logo on it, I'll give you 10 bucks. Promise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but uh, so but, uh, we're going to yeah, have our uh, – hopefully our merch store up soon. We're going to get our website going, which will have the, – the idea is it will have everything there. So you can go to just our website. Right. It will have – all of our socials, links to everything, to Patreon, to uh, uh, like uh, uh, producer tabs, so you can go right to our PayPal if you feel so inclined to do. We'll have just kind of everything, honestly, on there. That's that's the plan. So hopefully that'll all be done by. Yeah. We'll we'll say end of the year for sure. But I'm shooting for, for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm shooting to try to get this done. Either this week or uh, next week, I guess would be the the plan. But uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got that. That'll be exciting. I'm I'm pumped about that. I'm kind of pumped to have I'm just pumped, a I'm pumped fucking website. Speaking of merch, everybody, look at what we're wearing here. This hey. is this was the demo merch. We're gonna be selling these soon. Uh, you want to go ahead and show the back? My camera slipped, so you want to show the back? The haunting table. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, these are the professional style hoodies yeah. where it's just the logo on the front. We have other things. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we got you know other stuff in the work, but this is uh, this is my favorite. I love it. I love the way it looks, and uh, hopefully soon everybody will be able to get their fingers, their little fingies on them. But uh, Anthony, did you get a get a cool little story popped up for the Tinder? Yeah. So we're gonna make this an yes. ongoing thing. Every time I mention our Tinder, get ready. When I'll give one. We're done. I'll give yep. with the episode. Get ready to pull it up. Go for it. Yep. So, um. The way that we have our Tinder set, we have it set for everybody. doesn't matter what sexuality right. you are. If uh, you like ghosts, we fucking got you. And uh, this is what was sent to a Dominic. I see you drive Uber. Well, that's a lot of driving with annoying-ass clients. Why don't you keep the drunks quiet and entertain them with our podcast, The Haunting Table? <laughs> and, then I, oh, yeah. and, then I go into, and then I go into the plug of like what we are and then yeah. the, the, the link. So He didn't respond? 
No, he didn't. He left oh, us on red. Next time, read one of the responses. Read one of the so, people that respond. Oh, all right, also, all right, I got you. <laughs> if you get a good one, maybe get their okay to put it on there next time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, well, sure. it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it's just a first name. Yeah, I dare you. I dare you to pinpoint that one Dominic. Hey, you never know. Some of them might know. You never know. No, nope. I do. I, I do know. It's impossible. <laughs> it's yep. impossible. Never know. Uh, but so. anyway, so yeah, that's gonna wrap up episode number nine. Anybody else got anything else to say? Nope. Just thanks for the support. Yep. Yes. Thank you so that much, one. everybody, for your support. Oh, show. Keep listening. Now that we're doing these remote episodes, we're gonna be able to do one every single Monday. Yeah. Every Monday, Woo. and then hopefully, at the end of every month, at the beginning of every month, we're gonna have at least one investigation episode which is who we are and what we do so i'd like to have more but considering the times and considering that it costs a lot of money to do that we're going to stick to these being the majority uh remote episodes hopefully you like that uh, if not pound sand just kidding love you please don't pound sand but <laughs> please give us feedback that we can do about it <laughs> and we will do we will try yeah. our best <laughs> so anyway until next time stay safe everybody and happy haunting haunting you messed that up, Anthony, so bad. It was great.